Well, good afternoon, everyone. The H1B Guy here. And today, the H1B Guy Live, December 30th, 2022, discussing my seven employment based immigration predictions for 2023. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's live stream is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Well, we are a little after 1 p.m. here on the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time. Um, on December 30th, as we wind down 2022. For the third straight year on December 30th, I've posted a live stream uh, where I've done seven employment-based immigration predictions. So what I wanted to do is start out with uh, my seven predictions from last year, read those, uh, do a quick grade on those, and then we'll jump into my seven uh, employment-based immigration predictions for 2023. Uh, and depending on the time, maybe we'll take some questions and comments. Uh, but it's been quite a year here on the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube. And I want to just say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for those of you who continue to come back and view my content. Uh, for those of you who are new and maybe seeing my content for the first time, I just really appreciate your support. Uh, this channel had hundreds of thousands of views in 2022, uh, well over um, 10,000 hours watched. In fact, almost 14 total uh, 14,000 hours watched and over 2,000 new subscribers here to this channel in 2022. Uh, and so for that, I want to say thank you very much for your support. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I cannot do this without you. And that's why I always say if you can like, comment, uh, and make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Uh, it helps to get out my content to a wider audience. And I really appreciate that support. So without any further ado, let's jump into my seven uh, employment-based immigration predictions from 2022. Starting off with number one, there will be over 300,000 electronic applications submitted into the HCAP for fiscal year 2023. While I was correct on this prediction, I was off by over 183,000 registrations that USCIS received for fiscal year 2023. Uh, it's amazing to see what's happened with the H-1B lottery since USCIS has moved to an electronic registration and random electronic selection process. Uh, 
over 275,000 um, in 2000 uh, for fiscal year 2021, um, over 300,000 for fiscal year 2022. And here for fiscal year 2023, we saw over 483,000. I have said during several live streams and other videos that I've posted um, that there's a possibility we could see over 500,000 registrations for fiscal year 2024, but more on that later. Um, but for the first uh, prediction from last year, it was correct. The second prediction, there will be a second and most likely a third H-1B lottery electronic selection for fiscal year 2023. I was absolutely wrong on this. Um, surprisingly, albeit, but if we go back and look, USCIS to kind of circumvent the necessity to have a second and potentially a third lottery um, selected more than the 85,000 available slots. And so that's why now, um, while this prediction was incorrect, USCIS is still not adjudicated all of the fiscal year 2023 applications for new H-1Bs at the time of this post. Um, I know so because several of you reach out to me on a weekly basis asking me for guidance um, as your application still has not um, been processed yet. So while there wasn't a second or a third lottery, um, they still have not processed all of the new H-1B applications that they received by June 30th of 2022. Number three. Employment-based immigration provisions will not be included in the Build Back Better Act, but a standalone bill like Eagle Act or America's Children's Act could have its day in Congress. This one was correct. Unfortunately, immigration provisions did not find its way into the Build Back Better, um, and the Eagle Act did find its way onto the House floor for debate at the very end of the 117th Congress. However, it was not voted on before the session ended. The America's Children's Act was introduced also as a standalone, uh, both in the House and the Senate. Um, it was offered as an amendment to uh, the NDAA, but it never found its way uh, to either chamber floor for debate as a standalone. I do know the good folks that Improve the Dream are working um, tirelessly to get this legislation brought to the floors. I do expect we could hear more from this legislation for documented dreamers uh, as we move into 2023. Number four, USCIS will finally allow premium processing for H4 EADs. Unfortunately, this one is incorrect as well. And USCIS has put out a series of um, dates of to when they will begin accepting pro, uh, premium processing for some of the various forms. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like the H-4 is going to be one of those anytime soon. And so I jokingly say here, maybe by 2025, uh, premium processing will be available for H-4s. It could be sooner than that, of course. I say that jokingly. Um, but as USCIS has increased their manpower and their ability to do more premium processing, I could see this could be something that could potentially find its way, uh, maybe not in 2023, but 2024, or definitely by 2025. Number five, 
Overall, H-1B and L-1 approvals for new and continuing employment will continue to decline in fiscal year 2022. Unfortunately, that was incorrect. Um, the layoffs that occurred in really the last six months or the second half of the calendar year have played a significant role in a lot of the continuing employment, right? So anytime a transfer is initiated, it's considered continuing employment. Um, and, and this one being wrong, we had seen kind of a flattening trend that had happened in 2021. Um, and a lot of us expected that to continue sort of downward in 2022. But unfortunately, in the back half of the year, with the extensive layoffs that have, have occurred and a lot of those being H-1Bs that have been impacted, um, we've seen a fair amount of H-1B uh, a change of employers initiated as well as really the full allotment um, of the 85,000 H-1Bs that were made available for the fiscal year 2023 cap um, have been utilized. So there was not a decline um, in terms of approvals. In fact, there's there's been a significant increase. Number six, overall H-1B approval percentages for new and continuing employment will be above 90% for fiscal year 2022. And this one was correct. Both of those uh, H-1B approvals for new and continuing as well as L continue to remain above 90% from the latest reports that I've seen. Of course, I've not seen um, the, the last quarter uh, or the last three months for 2023 yet, but from the data that I've seen, this number does remain above 90%. And a lot of this comes to a change in the administration and a change in the efficiency uh, as USCIS has really ramped up their manpower um, in the last calendar year, the last 12 months. And last, number seven, uh, USCIS will implement electronic filing for I-129s by the end of 2022. Incorrect. This continues to be a pie in the sky prediction. Um, I do know that USCIS has the capabilities to accept a variety of uh, forms electronically. Uh, my understanding is that there is uh, the capabilities to accept the I-129, which is uh, the, the H-1B application for non-immigrant worker. Uh, but Unfortunately, they still continue to utilize a manual paper process. Um, this is something I think we're going to be waiting on uh, definitely into the foreseeable future. In fact, this was a prediction for 2021 as well that did not come to fruition. Um, so a little spoiler, this will not be on the 2023 uh, seven predictions list because I just don't believe we're going to see this happen um, by the end of the calendar year of, of 2023. So there you have it for the second consecutive year. I was correct on three out of seven of my employment-based immigration predictions uh, for 2022. And that graded me out at 43%. Uh, so we'll definitely look to do better as we move into our 2023 predictions. Um, but before we do so, I'd like to ask you again, uh, if you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube. Uh, like this video uh, and make sure you're subscribed to the H1B Guy channel um, so that uh, you can continue to receive notifications um, of anytime we go live or anytime we post new content here to this channel. Um, for those of you who have taken time to join me here this afternoon, I do really appreciate your support. Uh, if you have questions or comments, you want to drop those in the chat, please feel free to do so. Um, but with that being said, uh, go ahead going to go ahead and move on to my uh, seven 
uh, immigration uh, predictions for employment-based preferences or seven employment-based immigration predictions for 2023. So starting off with number one, there will again be over 400,000 electronic applications, electronic registrations uh, submitted into the HCAP H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2024. And this may seem like a conservative number when I've discussed the possibility of there being 500,000 applications if USCIS doesn't change the barrier to entry, that $10 registration fee. Uh, but I think, again, we're going to see over 400,000 uh, H-1B registrations for fiscal year 2024. Uh, while there's been a lot of layoffs covered in the news, a lot of change of employers going on, the demand uh, for new H-1Bs is still extremely high. The overall value of the H-1B visa still remains at historic levels, not only for individuals, but for employers. So in fiscal year 2024, uh, my first prediction is that we will see over 400,000 H-1B registrations for the H-1B lottery um, coming up sometime in early March. Number two, there will only be one H-1B lottery random electronic selection held for fiscal year 2024. While this may seem like another conservative prediction, I believe that USCIS um, is already calculating in application rates, right? So that means that response rates to those selected, um, the physical application is, is submitted. Uh, and my understanding is, is for this year, we saw an application rate of, of somewhere between 75 and 80%. Um, so I expect that to hold true. I would guess that based on that, USCIS will select somewhere around 95 to 105,000 uh, H-1B visas to get to that subsequent 85,000 for fiscal year 2024. And because of that, um, we will not see a second or third lottery held in uh, fiscal year 2024. Number three. Employment-based legislation will continue to be an afterthought in 2023. We're going to have a changing of the guard in the House. Um, we'll see that happen in January. While the Senate still remains in Democratic control, I, I don't believe there's enough bipartisanship um, to push through immigration, uh, immigration reform as a whole. I do believe we'll continue to hear murmurings of this concept of comprehensive immigration reform uh, throughout 2023, uh, but I don't believe that we're going to see really any significant legislation find its way um, to the president's desk for signature. I am still hopeful that um, legislation like the America's Children's Act will have a possibility of finding its way, and that would be a bill that I think is one to watch for immigration as we move into 2023. The uh, reason being is it's what I would call more common sense type legislation. There's more bipartisanship surrounding um, that specific standalone piece of legislation. But as a whole, employment-based legislation will continue to be an afterthought in 2023. Number four, premium processing will finally become available for I-765 filings for OPT and OPT STEM visas. 
you may be saying, well, USCIS has already announced that. Yes, they have, but they have not given us a specific date. And like anything, uh, we could see that pushed back by an entire 12 months. But I do believe that we'll finally see I-765 premium processing become an option um, for those filing OPT uh, and OPT STEM uh, extensions. Uh, so if we look at why, well, they already have the capabilities to do so. And honestly, students who are looking for their work authorization as soon as possible are going to be more than willing to put up that premium processing fee and even potentially requesting their employers to do so. So I think that this is something that we will absolutely see in 2023, and, and that is premium processing will finally become available for I-765 filings for OPT and OPT STEM uh, extensions. Number five, H-1B and L-1 approvals will continue to remain above 90% for new and continuing employment. Um, again, kind of back to what I said earlier in the stream, and that is this change in administration, uh, the significant increase in human capital, the workforce at USCIS, um, and really this emphasis on reducing processing delays as a whole across all the variety of forms and applications, uh, I think we'll continue to see H-1B uh, and L-1 approvals for new and continuing employment remain above 90%. Uh, for 2023. Number six, USCIS will operate at a surplus, amassing over 1.5 million in cash reserves. Remember, this is an organization that is financed based on fees. And very early on at the very beginning of this channel in the summer of 2020, when we first launched, there was a crisis going on where USCIS was basically bankrupt and it required a government bailout. And from there, um, we've seen a significant uptick in revenue as well as a, a, a decline or a, a flattening in expenses. And because of that, we've seen USCIS now accumulate nearly a million dollars in cash reserves by the end of 2022. And there's a goal that they've set, and I believe that they will get there. Once they turn on some of these premium processing options, including the ones for the I-140, um, I think that they will get to that, that $1.5 in cash reserves. Understand cash is still king, right? Um, there's there's a saying out there that, that says um, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, um, cash is reality. And that's something that I will tell you, we look at this government entity um, and this will allow them to really uh, increase and hopefully upgrade and continue to adapt uh, technological advancement, uh, including more electronic filings for the variety of forms and applications. So number six, USCIS will operate at a surplus, amassing over 1.5 million in cash reserves. And number seven, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but H-1B applications, specifically form I-129s, will continue to require a physical application. That includes new and continuing employment. I know, sad trombone here, absolutely. Um, I would just love to see USCIS as a whole get more digital, but unfortunately, I don't believe in calendar 
year of 2023, they will accept any other electronic forms of what they currently do. And if they are going to, it doesn't look like it's going to be that form I-129 for non-immigrant workers. So number seven, H-1B applications form I-129s will continue to require a physical application um, through all of 2023. So let's recap again uh, my seven employment-based immigration predictions for 2023. And they are number one, there will again be over 400,000 electronic H-1B applications, registrations submitted into the HCAP lottery for fiscal year 2024. Number two, there will only be one H-1B lottery random electronic selection held for fiscal year 2024. Number three, employment-based legislation will continue to be an afterthought in 2023. Number four, premium processing will finally become available for I-765 filings for OPT and OPT STEM extensions. Number six, H-1B and L-1 approvals will continue to remain above 90% for new and continuing employment. Um, sorry, that was number five. Number six, USCIS will operate at a surplus, amassing over $1.5 in cash reserves. And number seven, H-1B applications form I-129 will continue to require a physical application. So there you have it. There are my seven employment-based immigration predictions uh, for 2022. Uh, so with that being said, you know, for those of you who are joining me here live, uh, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to drop those in the chat. Um, I have a couple of minutes that I can take those on. Um, a lot of you have been reaching out and asking me about um, what I think for the February visa bulletin. Um, I've been working on that post uh, over the last couple of days and be on the lookout for that, uh, potentially Monday, um, January 2nd, I'll be trying to get that out, um, and, and available for your consumption, uh, by Monday. Um, but with the establishment of final action dates and dates of filing for EB1, I think it, it looks to me to be, um, another pretty grim visa bulletin. Um, I don't expect it to go as far far in the month uh, for its release date um, coming up in, in January. You know, I think it was December 19th uh, was finally the date that uh, that it posted this year, I believe. Um, go back and, and look at that. I, I know I was not able to get out my um, uh, my H-1B guy grades until Thursday, the, the 22nd. Uh, due to some some personal travel that was uh, that was going on, yeah, it was Monday, December nineteenth that 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 bulletin posted. Uh, so, what does that mean for February? Do I think EB one could potentially creep forward a little bit? Uh, I'm not certain. I, I think that whenever whenever we see retrogression, it feels like that they're not going to come back the following month and advance the dates. Uh, so, I do think if anything, we may see some slight movement in india eb2 and china e uh, excuse me in china eb3 and india eb3 um, i don't believe we'll see much movement um in any of the other categories uh but for the most part i i think it'll be sort of a status quo with potentially some forward movement in eb3 for india and, and china um i was hearing of a possibility of uh final action dates and dates of filing being established for all chargeability 
Um, but from everything that I'm hearing right now, it, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case at least for February. So uh, there is a little quick rundown on uh, a preview, if you will, for the February 2023 uh, Visa Bulletin. Um, I also wanted to mention, and I've talked about this a good bit, you know, the H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2024, as I mentioned a, a couple times in my seven employment-based immigration predictions. Um, you know, that window, again, to me, it, it looks like if we're looking at the calendar and, and when I think that lottery portal will open, uh, Wednesday, March 1st, looks like a great day. Um, and I believe that that you could see potentially two to three weeks where the lottery could go through March 24th. And then that would give employers a week before they would begin accepting physical applications beginning on April 1st. And, and that would again go through June 30th. They've kind of established this pattern. So I think we're going to see March 1st through potentially March 24th, which is a pretty large window of time uh, for those electronic registrations. Um, and then beginning April 1st through June 30th for the physical paper applications. A lot more on the H-1B lottery coming up in January as well as February. Um, I have, uh, I think I previously mentioned um, uh, on February 1st, I was going to have a very special guest. Unfortunately, that date has been moved back now to February 15th, um, which will still give us a couple of weeks as we lead into the lottery. But this is uh, on February 15th. I assure you that that is a live stream you're not going to want to miss. Um, February 15th, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, very special guest, and I'll be promoting that more in, in the very near future. But just wanted to go ahead and, and mention that as well. Um, so for me, over the next couple of weeks, what what can you, you have to look forward to? Uh, you know, the H-1B guy forecast, February 2023, uh, visa employment-based uh, predictions, visa bulletin employment-based predictions, uh, as well as um, I'll be doing uh, an H-1B lottery, uh, what you need to know for 2024, for fiscal year 2024. Um, but wanted to just take a moment here and thank each and every one of you who have checked out a video on the H-1B Guy channel, um, who have decided to join me here this afternoon on December 30th, a little after uh, 1.25 here Eastern time. Um, I do have a few minutes for questions and comments before I wrap up. Um, hey, uh, QTS, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you. Um, 2022 just absolutely flew by here for me. Um, not sure about the rest of you and, and how you may feel about that, but uh, hard to believe that here I am. This is the third year in a row that I've done this video, uh, seven employment-based immigration predictions for the calendar year. Uh, I did one in for 2021, one for 2022, and now 2023. Um, I was talking to my wife earlier, and she was like, wow, this is the third year that, that you've done that. It's just hard to believe how quickly um, things go by as, you know, for those of you who've heard the story, I, I started the H1B guy platform June 29th of 2020. Uh, so we're a little over two and a half years into this thing. Um, and just wanted to say thank you for all of you who continue to reach out to me, who like my posts, who comment, who, um, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, who are connected to me and follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, who are part of the H-1B Guy Telegram channel. I cannot do this without your support. 
For those of you that are daily viewers of the h1bguy.com, thank you so much for checking out my website. Um, but really, I wanted to take a few minutes here to thank our sponsors. And that is uh, Mark Pavlopoulos and his team at Syndesis and Path to Canada uh, for their ongoing and continued support. Thank you so much, Mark, and your entire talented team. Um, really appreciate your support here. Um, as well as my, my friend Carl Ballsmeyer and his team at perm-ads.com uh, for their continued support and trust um, in this platform and what we do here. Uh, thank you so much, Carl. I just really appreciate everything that, that you do for me behind the scenes. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, the team at Mob Squad, um, RF Kamani uh, and Jamie Ribior, thank you so much for your trust and your faith. Um, and having me promote your brand um, and a brand that I believe and trust in. And thank you for your continued support uh, and looking forward to the partnerships with Syndesis and Path to Canada, perm-as.com, as well as MobSquad as we move into 2022. Um, if you're looking for ways to help me, uh, check out their platforms. If you haven't, use the affiliate links in the video descriptions below um, and let them know that you heard about them from me. That's how you can help me and, and absolutely help yourself. Um, but with that being said, we're coming up here on 30 minutes. Um, I wanted to do one quick little recap on my seven employment-based immigration predictions for 2023, and then we will wrap up this live stream. So number one, there will again be over 400,000 electronic applications, H-1B registrations, submitted into the HCAP lottery for fiscal year 2024. Number two, there will only be one H-1B lottery uh, random selection um, that will be held for fiscal year 2024. Number three, employment-based legislation will continue to be an afterthought in 2023. Number four, premium processing will finally become available for I-765 filings for OPT and OPT STEM uh, extensions. Number five, H-1B and L-1 approvals will continue to remain above 90% for new and continuing employment. Number six, USCIS will operate as a surplus, amassing over $1.5 in cash reserves. And number seven, H-1B applications, Form I-129 for non-immigrant workers, will continue to require a physical application. So there you have it. There are my seven employment-based immigration predictions for 2023. Um, I hope to join you again next December 30th in 2023 for the fourth annual seven employment-based immigration predictions. And we will grade how I did with this year's. Um, with that being said, I wanted to take just again... Um, uh, a few minutes to remind everyone that today's live stream is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. Uh, if you are facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. They'll gladly help you navigate the process. And if you'd like to find out if you qualify, as I mentioned, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Syndesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, 
Let perm-ads.com help you. And by Mob Squad, are you a technology professional facing less work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. company nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as eight weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. company or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, Please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Well, just wanted to ask you one last time, please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. Uh, from my family to yours, I wish you a very safe and happy new year and a prosperous 2023. Um, I cannot do this without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As I said, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, join the H1B Guy Telegram channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, check out the H1BGuy.com. I'm Robert. I'm the H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.